The G.I. Journal goes to press. Yes, sir, it's the G.I. Journal again, your radio newspaper of the AEF, the paper that prints all your contributions. It's the G.I. Journal here, the paper the best. Men, you all know that horse racing is called the sport of kings. Well, here's a man whose horses serve as the king's jesters. Your editor-in-chief, Bing Crosby. Hiya, men. Hiya, See you later, Harry, about that king's gestures. And may I say, men, that I'm glad to be charge of quarters on the old G.I. Journal again. This is your five-star final, and standing by are your five-star reporters. There's lovely Linda Darnell, who could fill out anybody's T.O., editing your letters to the editor. And our special guest columnist, Hedda Hopper. Also, Ransom Sherman, our views is from the Muses Poetry Editor. Arthur Q. Bryan and Mel Blank, Harry Mitchell, and, of course, our star outside reporter, Andy Devine. We ought to be calling in here with a big story any second. Hello, this is Crosby. Hey, guess who this is? <laughs> Those sounds could only emanate from a rock crusher or Andy Devine. <laughs> you look like a little bit of both. <laughs> Oil your bearings, Gravel, and tell me, where are you? Uh, over in the darkest jungle with some troops. Artillery? <laughs> No infantry. <laughs> Andy, I frankly don't believe that you're anywhere's near a jungle. You don't? Well, listen. I found you. No, I found you. No, I found you. No, I found you. Who was that? Stanley and Livingston. <laughs> oh, that Andy. Got an esophagus like an armadillo. Glancing over the type forms before it's too late, we find a musical heading for Corporal Frank Miles and the fellows at APO 727. John Scott, start to shoe him. Shoot, shoot, baby. Shoot, shoot, baby. Bye, bye, baby. Your papa's off to the seven seas. Don't cry, baby. Don't sigh, baby Bye-bye, baby When I come back, we'll live a life of these Seems kind of tough now To say goodbye this way But Papa's gotta be rough now So he can be sweet to you another day Bye-bye, baby don't cry, baby Shoo, shoo, baby Your papa's off to the seven Papa's off to the seven seas. 
you got there, Ransom Sherman? Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Anybody ever tell you you sound like Hope's Tuesday night rival? (laughs) (laughs) Skipping over that jibe lightly, and I do mean lightly, I segue gracefully into our poems, which have been contributed to our Views from the Muses column. Private Mike Langill overseas says, I think that I will never see a job I hate like old K.P. (laughs) You scrub the dishes, scrub the floors, scrub the windows, scrub the doors, Scrub the table, scrub the shelf, then back to the barracks and scrub yourself. (laughs) Just plain nasty. (laughs) Next, (laughs) Ranch. This one is from uh, Bundy Ola, a reconnaissance scout. Infantrymen who know how to creep and crawl usually live to grow up strong and tall. Yes, clever longevity insurance there, Bundy. Great. That and proper cover and concealment. Read on, Sherm. I will. It's from... uh, Technical Sergeant, 7th grade, Nick Kalmar. (laughs) Nick, Nick calls it the private's lament. Some want stars and some want bars or stripes above with a T. But I don't care for leaves of gold. Just give me my PFC. (laughs) Surprising couplet if I've ever heard one. Well, men, don't let this frighten you off, especially you men up in Alaska who we haven't heard from much lately, if you run across a bit of verse or poetry or even a two-line limerick, you'll hate yourself if you don't send it into G.I. Journal, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA, where we'll let Ransom here read it for you. Hello? Hi, 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 bingo, this is Andy. I, I'm over here in the South Sea Islands. Oh, the beautiful South Sea Islands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And right now I'm watching some girls do the hula hula. Andy, you're in the South Sea Islands. Why don't you look at the wonderful scenery, the azure sky, the white sandy beach, the tropical flowers, the pineapple groves, and the palm trees gently swaying in the breeze? Yeah. Hey, them girls can sure wiggle, can't they? (laughs) Really, Andy, I should think a man of your size would be worried about the enemy. Why don't you dig yourself a foxhole? Oh, I did dig myself a foxhole, Bingo. But somebody's in there already. Who? The whole platoon. <laughs> hey, I'm in a tough spot here, Chief. What's going All day long, I've been surrounded by troops trying to capture me. Japanese, huh? No, American. American? Yeah, they think I'm a runaway barrage balloon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how can I convince them that I'm not a balloon? Stick a pin in yourself. Okay. I'll try it. Here she goes. <laughs> 
<sighs> did it work, Andy? <laughs> it sure did, but now I can't keep my pants up. <laughs> Leaving our deflated roving reporter, we amble over to the romantic side of our paper, where we find a moon made of same, paper moon. It's for First Sergeant Weldon C. Larry and the gang at APO 85L. Say, help me, John Scott. It's only a paper moon Sailing over a cardboard sea But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me Yes, it's only a canvas sky Hanging over a muslin tree But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me Without your love It's a honky-tonk parade Without your love It's a melody played in a penny arcade Barnum and Bailey were Just as phony as it can be But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me point in the proceedings, we flip a leaf in the old journal and come to your overseas letter column, complete with its lovely editor, Linda Darnell. Uh, hi, Bing. Say, look, how about telling our readers the surprise we have for them this evening, huh? Shall do, Linda. We have with us tonight on your GI Journal a special guest columnist, the writer of one of your favorite Hollywood columns, also the wearer of America's most astounding hats, <laughs> Miss Hedda Hopper. Oh, for goodness sakes, I wish people would all stop that nonsense about my wearing peculiar hats. Just look at my hat, Bing. Is it true? It's not even probable. <laughs> well, let's get down to business here, Hedda. You're a famous newspaper woman, and we want your advice on running G.I. Journal. That's right, Hedda. How about adding a few comic strips? Do you think, uh, for instance, I need uh, Superman? Need Superman? Bing, any guy who's had four boys in a row is Superman. <laughs> I'd like to see Superman raise him. <laughs> hey, what do you think of us starting a gossip column on G.I. Journal? You know, that might be a very good idea. What do servicemen talk about mostly? Well, the number one uh, topic is... <laughs> oh, get ahead here. The number one topic is, is women. Well, what's the number two topic? Who gets that far? <laughs> column might work out fine. You know, you could have items like the one I had in my column recently. What star was seen in what nightclub with which actress and is now denying what rumors in which city? Oh, but don't forget, Hedda, the G.I. Journal is for servicemen. That's right. In our paper, the item would probably read, 
What private was seen in what PX with which pot and is now scrubbing what pansy in which kitchen? <laughs> and speaking of gossip, oh, there's a choice bit I'd like to tell you, Linda. But I think I'll have to whisper. Oh, okay. You know about that thing. Oh, no. Oh, Bing? No fooling? <gasps> I think I'd better call home and check with my wife. Well, <laughs> That's right, Linda. Oh, now listen, no, wait. Yeah, break it up now. Break it up. What's going on? What's all this about, Linda? Gee, do you really swoon when Frank Sinatra sings? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Frank don't fracture me, but Carmen Lombardo injures me internally. <laughs> But how about some more tips on writing our columns, Heather? Tell me, do you ever get any information by peeking through uh, keyholes? Why, Bing, I'm above that. Transom type, eh? <laughs> but getting back to the GI Journal, I'm surprised you haven't started a fashion column for the servicemen, Bing. Fashion column? What makes you think I know anything about army clothes? Well, everything you wear looks like a fatigue suit. <laughs> <laughs> What Bing wants to do is write editorials. That's right, Hedda, editorials. Well, you know, that's pretty tough, Bing. To write editorials, you have to have political sense. I know all about politics. Well, you have to have economic sense. I know all about economics. And you have to have horse sense. Get me a broom, I'll sweep up the joint. <laughs> Say, why don't you go right ahead with your journal and let me see how you run one of your columns? Excellent idea. Linda, let's go to work on those letters from overseas, okay. huh? Okay. Who's in uh, slot A there? Well... It's Sergeant Tom Phelan, and he says it in verse. Life up here is devoid of cheer, but when I hear you sing, things somehow don't seem half so bad, so thanks a million, Bing. From a land where the snow falls thick and fast and the wild winds are wailing, accept the sincere and heartfelt thanks of yours truly, Sergeant Phelan. Is that cute? Dearly love Sergeant Phelan yes. for his kind words. Yes, really. Kind words. Oh, uh, Look, will you read the next one being here, huh? All right, Linda, be glad to. Let's see. It's from a Coast Guard base at Honolulu. Quote, Most folks have a funny idea of what a Coast Guardsman really is. They seem to forget that there are other coasts to be guarded besides the ones in America. Coast Guardsmen patrol the waters around the Aleutians, Australia, Iceland, the Pacific Islands, and hundreds of other locations. The Coast Guard also helps out on the dangerous job of guiding the landing barges ashore. And chasing subs is no breeze either, especially if it's in the icy Atlantic during below zero weather. Don't you think it's time the Coast Guard got some credit for the support they've given the other branches of the service? We surely do. No fooling. And there are lots of other units, too, that we haven't heard from yet. Look, why don't you sit down now and write in a little story about your particular unit? We'll print it up for you. Just send it to G.I. Journal, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Come in. Oh, oh. Oh! What's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, it's terrible, terrible. I'm all choked up inside. Oh! Who are you, anyway? Oh, just a rusty old rifle barrel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Somebody will get gigged for that, and I hope it's your writer. Now, once more, we find our weekly pinup girl on this next page. It's that five-foot-two bundle of... Brunette loveliness, Anita, singing, I Can't Get Started With You, for Tech Sergeant Charles Presenton at APO 475. I've flown around the world in a plane. I've settled revolutions in Spain. 
North Pole I have charted, but I can't get started with you. Around the golf course, I'm on the park, and all the movies want me to start. I've got a house, a show place, but I get no place with you. You're so supreme, lyrics I write of you steal. Just for the sight of you dream Both day and night of you And what good does it do I help to write Dale Carnegie's book For I can find a friend with a lord But you've got me downhearted Cause I Time now for some advice to all you lovelorn GIs. Here, right here's the man who will take your nuts and untangle them. Greetings, Mr. Quasby. <laughs> well, a butterball with legs here. What have you got for us today, Arthur Q? I have a wetter from a private in Italy. But it's a widow out of my territory. <laughs> it's a problem on table etiquette. Table etiquette? Yep. It seems that there's a chow hound in his outfit who's driving him crazy. He grabs all the bread, all the butter, the milk, the sugar, the salt, the coffee, the dessert. When the other guys reach the table, he says, hey, any seconds? <laughs> Must be one of Hope's relatives. Well, what is your advice in this matter? What are you going to do with this boy? Well, training is the answer. Training? Yep. I used to be the same way when I married my woozy love. She's my wife, you know. That's the tomato, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just call her woozy love for short. What's her full name? Arsenic and old face. Rosie <laughs> Love taught you all about table manners, huh? Yeah, would you believe it? Last night she got sore because I served her two scoops of mashed potatoes. Served her two scoops of mashed potatoes? Yeah. I wonder why she got sore. I don't know. My hands were queen. <laughs> but her twining did me a lot of good, though. It did, huh? Just what do you mean? Nowadays, when we have a turkey, I don't get any white meat. You don't? Nope. I don't get any dark meat, either. I don't even get a wag or a wing. What do you get? Did you ever see a plane make a three-point landing? Yeah. Well, I get the part that hits the ground last. <laughs> ah, but all our moments are not so light and frivolous around here. Sometimes something of a more intellectual and high-class nature pops up at the copy room of the G.I. Journal. Hey, uh, like uh, who's in there with the charge heat? Uh, I want to speak to the editor. I want to talk to the manager. I want to have a few words with the president. Is there an office boy around? <laughs> I don't quite place the face, but that head comes to a familiar point. <laughs> You, uh, you are, uh... I'm, well, I'm a lieutenant. I'm a private sad sack. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And you are, 
No doubt here to tell us more experiences in the history of your life. What joy the sad sack brought to the sack household when he arrived. The doctor took one look at the newborn babe... And as he gently handed him to Mrs. Sack, he said, If you're a pistol back and mama start shooting. <laughs> but the sack. But the sad sack's mother is very patient with her child. She teaches him little poems and nursery rhymes, all about the different animals. Then one day she asks her little son what animal he would like to take after. The sad sack replied, I, I want to be as uh, brave as a lily, a lie, a lily, a lie. Uh, I want to be as uh, sweet, as uh, strong as an hug. Uh, 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 I want to be as uh, wise as an owl. Uh, uh, wise as the, uh, the, I want to be a wolf. <laughs> a little later in life, sad sack finally took out a girl. He made a date, and when he took the girl home that night, she put her arms around his neck and gave the sad sack his first kiss. Boy, I got the goose. I got the cheese. I got the cheese. I got to do this more often. Well, Strange as it may seem, the sad sack has a very good business sense. <laughs> very good businessman, this boy, and he forms a partnership with a friend of his. Together, the two of them made a lot of money, a load of dough. The sad sack is the one that sits in the car with the motor running. But then, <laughs> sad sack finally winds up in the paratroopers, and after a great deal of training, the time comes for him to make his first parachute jump. He jumps from the plane and following his instructor's advice on what to do, he counts to ten. They lied to me. Well, maybe they knew what they were doing. Now I'd like to pay deferential tribute to the feminine compliment of this boy. The song, My Idea. John Scott? Will I ever find the girl in my mind The one who is my ideal Maybe she's a dream and yet she might be Just around the corner Waiting for me Will I recognize A light in her eyes That no other eyes reveal Or will I pass her by and never even know that she is mine. 
who's this? This is Editor Crosby, of course. Uh, this is Andy Devine of Van Eyes. <laughs> hey, I'm up here in Alaska where it's so cold the icicles are, are wearing G.I. Snuggies. What are you wearing, Andy? Oh, a sealskin coat, but it ain't comfortable. Why not? Well, the seal's still in it. <laughs> that's bad, that's bad. Uh, you can say that again. He keeps swallowing fish down my mouth. Listen, you better come on back home, Andy. Can't, I gotta get a news story from the general here. Well, go ahead, get it. Well, it ain't that easy, Chief. I can't just walk into a general's office. Oh, sure you can. Use your press pass. Okay, if you say so. What was all that? I had to go through channels. <laughs> hey, Bing. Uh. The sad sacks at APO 986, hut number two, would like to hear an old timer. What say we do it in on our old community scene, huh? Oh, I think it's splendid. How about the back home in Indiana? Swell. All you people here in the audience and all you soldiers, sailors, Marines, Coast Guardsmen, wax and waves... Everybody else, join in. I'll do the chorus first to sort of give you a refresher on the tune and the lyrics, and then all take dead aim second time around. Ready? Gene? Back home again in Indiana And it seems that I can see The gleaming candlelight Still shining bright through the sycamores for me the new moon hay sends all its fragrance through the fields I used to roam when I dream about the moonlight on the Wabash then I long for my in Indiana home. Now, Lamb, Hale, Thompson, Chavez, Rambosky, McGinn, Nichols, Flanagan, and everybody everywhere. Everybody in the audience here, hop on and let's hear it, huh? Ready? Back home again in Indiana and in If that won't send the Met Scouts scurrying for your signatures on the dotted line, I shall eat a straw garrison cap. And now, I think we'd better put on the nightlight and call it quits. Before I go, remember what G.I. Joe says. There's plenty more where that came from. That's enemy propaganda. Don't waste. I'll be back soon. Until then, this is B. Crosby saying so long.
don't forget, men, if you want to write for such stars as Bing, Bob Hope, Kay Kaiser, Rochester, Andy Devine, and Jerry Colonna, all you have to do is send in any little gag that you think will fit. And believe me, we'll use it. The G.I. Journal has been a presentation of the Armed Forces Radio Service. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.